Welcome everyone to the Palais. So welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of The Parlay. We are your hosts. My name is Woody. And my name is Joey. And we are back with another episode of The Parlay, fresh off our last edition with a bit of a spicy twist, um, courtesy of myself. Um, Joey, we haven't spoken in a couple days, man. How you been? You know, man, can't complain. We've got uh, another good week coming up here in the uh, the A7 NFL. You know, we could break that down a little bit. But, you know, just ready to get back out on the field. How about yourself, Woody? Man, I'm dying to get back on the field. I think um, this is going to be a big mental test for everyone in Florida, this new format with the schedule due to us being down to just three teams. Um, yeah, I think it's going to test us all. And right now, man, I'm just dying to get back on the football field. Yeah. You know, I feel like it gives Florida a little bit of an advantage as well. Um, it keeps the guys hungry. Uh, it gives us all a little bit more time to rest, recoup, and, you know, get a couple practices in, in between each game. That for sure. Uh, with the film, getting film out, being able to study, see the things you did right, see the things you did wrong. Um, so it, it does help in that, that aspect too. I guess if I look at it a little bit more glass glass half full. Um, yeah, I think it, it does give guys an opportunity to, you know, sharpen and have your mentals focused a little bit more. Yeah. Um, what uh, what what games are you looking at? Are you gonna be watching any games on Sunday coming up? Since uh, you know we're obviously gonna be off. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be looking. Uh, as I look at it here, this is actually the biggest week of a seven NFL football in the history of the league. So most amount of games being played on one given Sunday. It sucks that we're not a part of it, um, but. I'm definitely going to, obviously, for, you know, selfish reasons, going to be looking at that Nightcrawlers and Orange game. But if we're looking at something outside of our division, I'm kind of interested in seeing what the Kryptonite looked like against the Vegas Gold. Um, but mm-hmm. also the DC Buzz, I um, want to see them against the Renegades. Okay. You want to you wanna give a quick breakdown and give our predictions for each game real quick? I don't think we've done that yet. No, we haven't. We'll do it quick. Let's do a little bit rapid fire. So um, I'll give you the names of the game. I got them right here in front of me. And then you give your prediction. Yep. I give mine. All right. So we'll start. I'll start from the bottom of the list up. Okay. Um, okay. With the game I just referenced, the DC Buzz versus the East Orange Renegades. Well, you can't forget about the uh, – wait. All right. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Um, I'm going to take the, the Renegades. I think I have the Renegades winning that game as well. Hopefully, we won't be agreeing. We didn't go over this ahead of time. So, hopefully, we won't agree on all these games. Um, so, I'll just go up the list from there. Uh, we got OT, was that OTT over the top against the Hunters on, on West? Um, I don't know too much about either team. I know uh, Saviak Cunningham is on OTT. So, I'll take, I'll take OTT. See, I think the Hunters have a kind of um, a big chip on their shoulder, so I think I'm going to go with the Hunters, even though, like you said, that OTT does have that that, uh, that standout player, but I'm, I'm going to go with the Hunters. Um, we have out in Cali, the Los Angeles Aces versus the Santa Monica Vibe. <laughs> we don't know anything about uh, either one of those teams, really. This is going to be the first game of the season. I know Vibe was on a hot streak last year. So that they were the team to beat in the country and then absolutely shit the bed 
Um, and then I believe uh, the Aces had one of the MVP candidates. So I'm going to go with the Aces. Aces, I was going to go with the vibe um, for the men, for the reasons you mentioned. I definitely um, knew they were riding that momentum. And I if they were able to keep any of that cohesion going, um, as you said, we know little about these teams, but I think that this is a uh, They'll be they'll be the team that'll be able to to get the victory that day. Um, back down to the bottom of the list. I'm gonna do the three across the top at the end. Um, I'm gonna go back to the game I, I referenced before: the Kryptonite versus the Vegas Gold. Kryptonite, easy. <laughs> I've even though I do think that the Gold will give them a better game, but I am gonna go with the Kryptonite as well. Um, out in Ohio, we have the Volcanoes versus the Heist. Heist, easy. By 21 at least. By 21? Yeah. Yikes. Not not feeling a uh, strawberry sherbet, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll go um, to the game in our division. Um, we'll go Nightcrawlers, Florida Nightcrawlers versus the O-Town Orange. Oh, dude, that – I mean, I'm going to take the Crawlers either way. Um, I don't know – what the orange are going to be able to bring with everything going on. If they, you know, they come with with half a roster, roster, it might be a little ugly. They come there fully staffed. You know, I'd say 14 to 21, they can come within. Okay. We'll circle back to that game for sure. Um, Oh, and I'll give my prediction as well. I'm going to go with the Florida Nightcrawlers. Did you know they changed from the Florida, uh, Tampa Nightcrawlers to the Florida Nightcrawlers? I did not know that. I didn't know that either. I was corrected by a higher up the other day um, on an interesting phone call, which we'll talk about as well. Um, so we have the Boston Omegas with um, apparently quarterbacked by the podfather himself, Mr. Corey Hammond. Didn't know that. Um, against the Baltimore Watchmen. Ba- Watchmen by 31. Yeah. Damn. All right. Um, I'm with you as well with the Watchmen. Um <laughs> uh, we got the QC Crush versus the Chaos. I'm taking the uh, the Chaos by I 14. I knew it. You you're on you're on the Chaos bandwagon for sure. As am I. Um, I am going to selfishly, of course, you know, say that we gave a podcast bump that helped you know propel them into the great <laughs> the good play that we've been seeing this season. Um, I'll give ourselves a little bit of credit for it, but no, those those guys are doing a great job. Um, sick with it and the pit bosses. <laughs> sick with it easily, bro. That's gonna be a bloodbath. That's 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 gonna be oh, that's gonna be the trash trash can team of the week. I mean, I think sick with it has um, definitely showed that they are a very good team, especially in that division. So. Um, yeah, this one's going to be a little rough rough of a watch. Uh, so those are the games across the country. Um, we're going to get into the three live games of the week next. Um, so we got the LA Force, sorry, the Vegas Force. I got to stop saying that. Against the Insomniacs, who do you have? Insomniacs, easy. I think it's going to be a close game, but with, uh, with the squad that they got, the athletes that they have, um... I'm taking the Insomniacs. I feel like I may want to take... I want to take the force in this one, but I feel like some shit talk's going to come later on, and I don't want this to be my, the one that I, I gambled on just so we have a tiebreaker. Um, I, feel with, I feel you there. I'm with the Insomniacs as well. 
Um, I'm pretty sure I know where you're going with this one, but we have the Rawway Snow Tribe versus the Silk City Animals. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, well, I'll, I'll let you pick for you first. Well, of course, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, I'm always going to go against Rawway because I'm a Roselle, New Jersey native, and anyone from Roselle knows that you're never supposed to root for someone from Rawway. Even though there's a bunch of guys on that team that I do like, um, including, you know, the head honcho in charge. Um, but, yeah, we got to go with the Huffamals. I mean, uh, the animals. Did you, did you call them the, the Huffamals? <laughs> I've heard Huffamals, but that, that's a new one. Yeah, I'll take the, uh, the animals. I think, uh, I think they're, they're going to drop at least 45. That's it? I was going to say another 50 burger, but I figured I'd little ball it. Okay. I'm not saying that because that's what I think is going to happen. I'm saying that because I know how uh, how much you believe in this team. So that's why I was just surprised that you didn't go all the way to 50. You just went to 40. Um, so we have the rematch of last year's championship game. Um, one of the teams looked fairly different than they did before when they played. Um, but we have the Patterson U versus the Trenton BIC. I think it's going to be a great game. Um, back and forth. I think BIC, they, they've just added too much to mainly the defensive side. You know, they brought back a lot of players. Um, the rookies that they've recruited have, are filling in very well. I would say it's going to be anywhere from, I, w- I would say a seven-point spread, uh, BIC. Yeah, I'm going to go with BIC as well on this one. Um, I kind of want to give myself credit because – I made this point on the three-on-one podcast, and I guess guys were kind of, well, I'm going to say Big Rob was kind of ho-humming it, and then we kind of got to the discussion once we got off air about who was um, the defensive GOAT, and I said that the addition of Ole was going to be huge for this team. And if you remember, it was kind of, you know, met with a little bit of resistance, but I think his impact has definitely uh, been felt and has been, you know, noticeable on that defensive front oh yeah absolutely um with Ferrari coming off one side Ole coming off the other side um and then you got um what's his name old buddy uh yep that's a player of the year stole it from me your one KWAC yeah KWAC you got KWAC in the middle there yeah, no, <laughs> I definitely stole that one from you. I still can't believe they gave KWAC that award over you. That was nuts. But, yes, absolutely. I think that's going to be a great game as well. You got, got your buddy uh, chiming in on who he's picking for the uh, the games of the week? Yeah, my son wanted to come in and give his opinion on the matter. So, um, my bad for that. I think that uh, these are all going to be really, really great games. I can't wait to get an opportunity to sit down and watch, especially these three live games. Um, and, of course, you know, whenever you say BIC and Patterson U, that's that's a matchup that the, lo- the league loves to have because of the way that those teams are built and the way that those players play. So let, let me ask you this, Woody. Let's say every single um, game is played at 1 o'clock on Sunday. You can only pick one game to watch out of that full entire slate. Which game are you going to watch? If... I mean, of course, I'm going to be worried about myself, so I'm going to watch the Crawlers O-Town game. Um, but if I'm thinking bigger picture and I really want to get, like, 
a good entertaining game of course it's got to be bic and patterson you i, I want to like pick a dark horse here but come on who are we fooling yeah no i can, I can respect that I, w- I would say the same thing um I, don't, I would also like to see the insomniacs horse game i think that's gonna be a great game as well yeah no that's that's a that's the other game and i, I know that's probably why they put them up there as well but Obviously, getting a chance to see Huff play against um, the Snow Tribe, which is one of the you know better looking teams as far as maybe aesthetics, as far as the jerseys in the uniform, you know, and such like you know things like that. So getting the animals and getting on live uh, games as much as possible is great for the league. So I know that's you know part of the reason why they're there as well. Let me ask you this question: If there was a game you would take out of this, you know, the first three live games. Which game would you replace it with? Ooh, that's a really good question. I like that. Um, I would definitely take out the it's the the snow tribe and the animals, right? That's a that's a third game. Yes, sir. So I'm obviously gonna take out that game. All right, and then I'm gonna replace it with. I'm gonna have to say. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to say the crush and the chaos. I hate that you just stole my pick. But, yes, that was absolutely the game I was going to take out of there. I'm, that I was going to replace with. But where we do differ is the game I would take out would be the Force and the Insomniacs. Really? Yes. You Okay. I really, Why? I really want to still see Huff live. And I do want to see what the Snow Tribe can try to throw at him. Um, I think that they have one of the more underrated um, pass rushers. I know later on in his career, for sure, in Isaac, um, seeing him chase Huff around will be interesting to watch. Um, At least on that side of the ball, I don't know what the Snow Tribe will be able to throw at them, you know, against the animals' defense. But I would much rather see that and then see what the crushing chaos can do and give Ohio that platform. Um, and out West, they're going to have another game of the week. You know what I'm trying to say? So it's just like, eh. Yeah, no, I, I feel that. Um, I honestly, I don't think it's going to be close with the uh, the animals and the, the snow trap. I think it's going to be a bloodbath. Sometimes bloodbaths blood are nice to watch, man. Yeah. I don't know. I like I like close close games. No, I got you, man. So yeah, that, that's definitely um, the one that I would swap out though. But it's for that same game. I am really interested to see what those boys in Ohio do, um, and see how the Crush come up against. You know what's looking like the best team in the division. Who? The Chaos. Oh, okay. So you're, I thought you're gonna refer the Crush. No, no, no. See what the Crush look like against the best team in. What looks like the best team in the division. Gotcha. So, um, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, go on. Go on. So, leading on to, I guess, you turning back to uh, Florida, we're going to go back to this Florida Crawlers and um, O Town Orange game. As we all know, like we don't have too much of a idea what the crush, what the Orange, sorry, what the Orange are going to bring, but. There is one thing that we do know they're not going to be bringing. Um, so, that's a nice little tease there. I'm not getting to that just yet. Um, 
with this game being in St. Pete, do you think you're going to make your way out there, Joey? Hell no, bro. I hate, number one, I hate that field. Number two, I'm trying to go to that field the least amount of times as possible. Maybe if it was like a four o'clock game, I, I could get there, you know, around 10, 11, hang out at the beach for a little bit. Nah, I'm not going out there. I'll catch a game on the, uh, the replay. I'm catching the replay. What about you? Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm, I'm taking my black ass to work. Um, I'm not going to be, uh, I'd rather be going out making money than, you know, taking time out to go out there. For the same reason you said that field is very, it's undesirable. Um, and like you said, it's a one o'clock game. So we're going to have to do that ourselves uh, the following week. So I'm not going to do that to myself back to back weeks. Oh, uh, well, to St. Pete? No, not the following. Well, the game after that. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the following week after that, we're back in uh, Northeast Regional. But Yeah, you have fun with that. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that that's going to be, um, that's going to be a very, very interesting game. Uh, game there it's going it ties into what we spoke about the big um topic that we spoke about last year last week um excuse me <laughs> long day um and that's been the ruling by one of the bigger or i want to say arrest in this area the biggest semi-pro league um i'll say their name again whatever the eafl um and they're ruling that they were going to suspend or ban their players from playing in any other league, namely the A7FL, um, during the season. So, um, the Orange are claiming that a lot of their roster is being affected due to that. You know, some players are being afraid of, you know, being caught playing in both leagues and being suspended or indefinitely and not allowed to play in the league. So, with that being said, we don't know what they're coming out there with. Yeah, um, I know obviously their quarterback, that's that's the main guy that they've been on, and I'm really only looking at one, two, three, four, a total of four guys that have, uh, you know, decided to seal their names and make it a uh, question who they are. They've chose the NA for their name, so we don't know who those guys are, so... I'm assuming the rest of the squad, they, they left, left their name on the roster. They chose not to change it, so they're all going to be there in full force. Same thing with the uh, with the crawlers. I think I know we got one. I, I think they're just their main player, if you know who I'm referring to, has changed his name to number zero. <laughs> That's interesting. So we will, obviously he was not there week one against us. So we will see what what the uh, the rest of the season has in store. Maybe it will be one of those after the playoffs, these players decide to show up, you know, because they, they won't be suspended in season for their uh, EAFO playoffs and everything because their season ends before ours. So maybe we'll get that influx of players into the playoffs like we did last year. Maybe, but that, that'll make things interesting, and I, I don't know. Again, that's going to be interesting because I, I could be wrong. I may need to double-check the rules, but I knew to be eligible for the playoffs, you had to have played at least one regular season game. So that's interesting. We'll wait and see what happens with that one there. Um, 
going back to our last broadcast, which was last week, and about this ruling here, um, I, I I caught a bit. Of, I caused a bit of a stir, Joseph, with um, with that uh, little mini rant that I went on last week. Yeah, t- tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, so we haven't spoken since the last podcast, especially about um, what's happened since then. I've gotten um, several people, quite a few people, actually, and this is no exaggeration, have reached out to me, you know, giving me kudos, giving me props for, you know, standing up for the players. Um, because essentially that's what the rant was about, um, to clear it up for anybody. Anyone that didn't hear, didn't hear it, please go to our last episode and uh, give it a listen. But uh, or go to our Instagram page, and you can definitely check it there as well. That is the underscore parlay podcast on Instagram, and um, essentially the whole point of it was just players being able to have that opportunity or that ability or that freedom to just do what they want with their bodies. You know, if this is my body, I play. I pay you to play this game. You can't then tell me what I can and can't do. On my off days, if it was directly at the same time and it was a direct conflict of inches interest as far as I had to choose whether or not I was going to play in your league or my league or that league. Yes, by all means, you understand that one thousand percent. But if you you don't have this rule for if the guy wants to be a kickboxer and he, he fights on Sundays, but he has football on Saturdays, you don't have a rule for that. If the guy was playing softball, you wouldn't have a rule for that. You know, if he was in a in a wreck, any kind of any other sport, but because of the A seven FL, this ruling was made. That's the part where I don't agree with that. You can't tell a grown man what to do with his body, with his free time. When at the end of the day, you're not paying his bills, you're not paying his medical bills. If he gets hurt out on that field, so how can you then tell him what he can and can't do on his time off? It's I don't know. Let me not start on another rant, but <laughs> that's essentially what it was about. So I had several people reach out to me. Um, I had some higher-ups from our league. I had some higher-ups from other leagues also reach out to me. Um, and quite a few players, quite a, quite a few players, um, I won't say any names, obviously, to respect anonymity, um, spoke out about, you know, the guy making the rules, um, the potential owners that are, you know, quote-unquote came together and made this rule as well with him. And, um, yeah, just saying thank you for, you know, being a voice for them, which is what this podcast is all about. Yeah, no, and my biggest thing, you know, we talked about it a little bit, is the fact that the players were able to play in both leagues before the research was done. They found out how big we were, guys getting, you know, we talked about it with Honcho. He got uh, a brand deal or an ambassador deal, international and national broadcasting, Fox News that they were broadcasted on, everything that this league is offering these other semi-pro leagues aren't really offering. They're not even paying the guys, you know? So if I'm not getting paid, I'm going to go out and risk my body and do things that I want. No, no other grown man, if they're not paying me, they're not paying my bills. They're not going to, they're, they're not going to tell me what I can and can't do. If that makes sense. That makes all the sense in the world. And I think that's like the primary gripe that a lot of people are having is just, you know, we don't get paid to do this. So I'm paying you to play your game. You can't then in turn tell me what I can do and can and can't do on my own off time. Off time. Again, not while I'm playing or when I should be playing in your league in my off time. That's just, you know, 
I can't wrap my brain around it. But um, so we'll wait and see. We're in a wait and see position. Um, this was part of the recruiting wars that we were talking about, trying to get people on. Um, so we'll just uh, wait and see. But um, we'll get on to, I guess, another topic maybe that has some correlation. Um, we've spoken a lot this offseason about um, player movement. There was quite a few player movements um, this offseason. Looks like we had one late into this season as well. Um, I kind of went, nah, I wouldn't call it viral. But um, I got put on the main page talking about this guy. Um, we won't say his name just because. Um, but looks like we lost another player from our division over to uh, Vegas. And this Wrong. Was... Wrong? No, 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 breaking. Uh, as of two days ago, he will be playing this upcoming Sunday against the Crawlers. TikTok Crawlers, your time is up, G. Really? Check check your uh, check the messages, Woody. I just literally uh, screenshotted it and sent it to you. Yes, was you know we'll we'll let them in in the kitchen. You you did do that, but I also have something for you, Joseph. Which is funny that you you said that. Um, I spoke today, um, which wasn't one of those higher ups that I was talking about in the previous uh, part that I was talking about. Um, I had a conversation with uh, Mr. Derek Duncan out in Vegas. And he said, and yes, your boy is in Vegas and will take the field this week. And, you know, he, when he said your boy, he was being uh, sarcastic. So this was, um, was this, 10 o'clock a.m., 11 o'clock our time. So that's like 9 o'clock, ooh, 8 o'clock <laughs> Vegas I, time. Yeah, I think, I, think, I think it's three hours. Yeah, so it's Vegas time, so... Yeah, if he hit me up at 11, that's 8 o'clock out there. So, yes. So, at 8 o'clock this morning. So, three days ago, he said that. And at 8 o'clock this morning, uh, Derek Duncan said this. So, in true fashion of this players, conflicting reports, a lot of words being said. Who knows, ultimately, when it becomes this much of a mess, he's not worth the trouble. Fuck it. But, <laughs> it's an interesting storyline, so we're here to talk about it. You have Absolute to. You have to call a spade a spade. Madness, bro. Yeah, it's a former MVP. It's a former MVP of this division. Talking yeah. about potentially leaving out of this division and going to Vegas, or like he said, staying here. Who knows? Maybe he's just doing smoke and mirrors to try and sell that crawlers game after all the trash talk he did this off season when he went there. Um, after running the A team into the ground and causing this whole division to have to scramble just because of his ineptitude at leading a team or leading any group of men to do anything positive. Um, so because of that, we are all affected by it. But at the end of the day, we're going to see on Sunday where he plays. Yeah, I'm, lo I'm looking forward to it. Um, he's still on the Oranges roster. I'm looking through the forces Oh, the force was the team he would have went to? Roster right now. That's the team that he was uh, supposed to be going. From That's what, from what I heard from the, the very beginning. Okay. Um, he was out there in Vegas repping, repping the, uh, the forces in a force shirt. And I did not see him on the roster. 
It was confirmed he was out there in Vegas for the game uh, last week. So you were, and un- I guess, you were unblocked? What's that? So you were unblocked? Yeah, I got unblocked on both uh, both accounts. <laughs> All right, let's move on to something else. I feel like I spent way too much time on this cloud. So uh, we'll see. That was an interesting uh, little turn of events, interesting storyline um, in our division. So we'll see, again, former MVP, if he's leaving the division, if he's staying in the division. Um, ultimately, who Talk cares? Him. Yeah, ultimately, who cares? But we'll see. Um, I, Regardless of that, I am still interested very much so in this Orange Crawlers game. Um, there were several guys that did kind of follow suit with him in the trash talk with the Nightcrawlers. So it's interesting to see how much they will show up for this game because there was some chirping going on online um, between these two teams with the Orange coming back and feeling like they're going to be able to compete with them because they brought in semi-pro guys as well to help bolster their roster. So interesting matchup. Interesting. Man, what what I've seen with the Orange and the Crawlers, it's mainly the guys talking shit who barely play. <laughs> Or when they do play, they don't make any plays. That's the way. Exactly. Exactly. And I I guarantee you I know exactly who was talking some shit. I mean, of course. Was it it, uh, Mr. Zay Uno? No, surprisingly it wasn't. It was Mr. C4, uh, another former guest on the podcast, was right along with him uh, talking his noise uh, online. But the the man that you referenced, though, when he was on our sideline for week one, definitely had a lot to say as well. Yeah, he's a bum. <laughs> oh, man. I love it, Joey. I love it. So, uh, do you have anything else leading into this next week, man? So, the uh, the week that you're talking about is the Crawlers-Orange game? Yes. Man, I'm just, I'm just excited to see what the Orange bring. You know, it's been a giant question with you know, who they have, who they're losing, what type of players that they're bringing in. And if the quarterback plays, I'm excited to see, um, you know, what type of quarterback is from the little snippets that I have seen, more of a pocket passer, um, a little bit bigger guy, kind of like a, uh, like a Cam Newton, Jamarcus Russell build, you know. So I'm excited to see if he's able to make an impact in the A7. Obviously a little bit more condensed, a little bit more sped up. So I want to see his decision-making decision play out in our league. I think that's always interesting. I know my philosophy when I first came into the league, um, I experimented with bigger quarterbacks as opposed to a mobile guy. Like, if you look at my early film from, like, my rookie year in uh, in the league, I had guys that looked like the tackles <laughs> playing quarterback. These guys with very big arms that can get the ball down the field. We had small receivers that had tons of speed. That's what my team, the Outlaws, were known for was just speed. We had speed at every position but quarterback. <laughs> and um, that was that was our makeup. And I just wanted to see if we can get, you know, a big guy back there and see if, like, you know, get the job done. So I, I always like to see um, the dynamics as far as, you know, maybe a smaller mobile quarterback, like a smaller guy like, um, like CP3, as opposed to maybe a bigger guy like the guy that um, was it – was it the U? That they had week one. They had the bigger guy back there at quarterback. I'm sorry if I'm blanking on his name. It's a long, long day that I've had. Well, 
Well, it's working out for the uh, Insomniacs with Scooter, right? And it's yes. also working out for um, the DC Bugs with Mark Diggs, I believe his name is. Okay. So, I yes. mean, I, I guess it's just a system. You know, yes, if yes. you have the lineman that can hold an eight-second pocket, uh, then more power to you. Uh, it's all about the system, I guess. Eight-second pocket, that is it. That's a heaven set. <laughs> but yes, absolutely. So I I just like to see that di you know that dichotomy. So let's wait and see um, how that goes for them the rest of the season. Um, I don't have anything else, Joe. You have anything else? No, man. Um, I'm excited to do for our next week podcast. Hopefully, we'll be getting um, an upcoming opponent and get the recap of their week one. We won't spoil it because it hasn't been locked in yet, unless you have any news on it. I do not have any news on that. Um, we are trying to get another guest on as well um, that was supposed to be on this show. I'm going to go ahead and let y'all in the kitchen again, guys. Um, and if we're able to get him on, I will have no problem doing an emergency podcast. How about you? No, I'm always cool with it, man. All right, absolutely. So uh, we're going to drop this episode. We may have a bonus episode for you before we get the next one out leading into uh our next, our week two, essentially, um, but week three in the A7FL altogether. Um, super excited. Again, as always, Joey, thank you very much for coming on here and being my co-host. Uh, love doing this with you. Um, love all the responses we've been getting, um, and our audience is just growing. So big shout out to all you listeners, everyone that's played uh, press play and made it this far. Yeah, and for all you guys that are on rosters and have not played yet, the Ghosts are working on some things. Um, they haven't came to to light yet. We got our new jerseys, our new uniforms that are going to be debuting um, in two weeks against the Orange. We're going to have four to five left over. So if you see us looking flashy, you haven't played a game yet, you're liking our jerseys, you're liking what you're seeing from the Ghosts, Come on over. We got spare jerseys for you. Let's make something happen. Absolutely, absolutely. I love that you said that, Joey. I'll I'll sprinkle some extra in there, um, just letting you guys know, like, you athletes out there, you're looking for a home. You're looking for somewhere to show your talents. You're looking for a system that's going to cater to the players and make sure that they emphasize what you do best out there on that field. You want a structured organization that's going to look out for you and your best interests. You love a family atmosphere that's going to take care of your all you and your children and your loved ones when they come out to the game. If that's what you're looking for, as well as some nice, snazzy, unique jerseys, one of the most unique uniforms easily in our division, but definitely up there with the teams out there and the rest of the A7FL. I will put our jerseys up against any expansion league and any one of these new teams that don't have seven different alternate jerseys. Um, I'll put our design up against them because ours are absolutely crisp and pristine. So if you like looking good, if you like feeling good because you know that your family and loved ones is taken care of, and if you like playing good because, again, we have the minds and we have the other athletes out there to help you Elevate your game to the best it needs to be. Come on down to death row and join the Orlando Ghosts, man. How was that one, Joey? 
Dude, where where did you get where did you get this teleprompter? Are you are you are you writing the script or are you having somebody else produce it for you? No, nah, man, you just inspired me, bro. So I had to just go off the top of the head. <sighs> we're, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to work on my spiel. <laughs> oh, wait, listen, I'll, I'll 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 let you in. Eight years theater arts, a lot of improv. So there there's that. Oh, there's that. Well. Well, I'm glad I, I'm glad I got a good podcast co-host with me that I can uh, learn a little bit from. Great, great captain slash GM slash president slash friend. I know slash brothers, man. Always, Joey. Always, it's been great getting to know you and, and uh, great watching your growth here as a podcast and as a man uh, outside of football for sure. Um, really, really appreciate you coming on here. Um, everyone, again, thank you for listening to this podcast available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. Um, as our Mayambo Monty Jones says, please listen, like, subscribe, leave five stars. If you leave four stars, we're inclined to believe that you are a hater. So please do not be a hater and leave a five-star review and comment if you can we'll really appreciate it It helps improve this podcast's reach out to audiences I, i feel like maybe we should start letting people know why we're asking for those things but that's what it does it helps reach it helps grow the reach that this can get gets it out on the top of more lists that gets it higher up there so people scrolling through their sports looking for some sports um podcast to listen to then sees uh the parlay you know with our nice little you know minimal (laughs) <laughs> logo that we have there and hits play and gets turned on to the a7fl and their unique brand of football that you know me and you joey of course love so again everybody please do so like listen comment five stars again like my man bomani jones says if you leave four stars we're inclined to be leave that you are a hater so please do not be a hater and leave a five-star review as always and until you get your shirt joey what do you got to say I was like to end the night on a quick stat that Corey Hammond has just as many wins on the season as I do of his shirt, and that is zero. Corey, <laughs> where the hell is my shirt? And we're done. Thank you, Tony. <laughs>